Live from New York. Wait, are we actually restarting? (laughs) (laughs) Hello, everybody. Did you forget to hit record? Whoops. I I hope y'all are having a a good morning (laughs) or day or evening whenever you're listening to this podcast. We're just here to bring you the dulcet tones that maybe bring a little light to your day and let you just... (laughs) So... New jobs are always fun, and... Uh, I'm in it now, it's fine. We <laughs> the exist. The tradition of starting with a minute of fucking around sounds I'll just start by saying, a libertarian <laughs> at work showed me his sword collection. Yo, tell me about the adult sword owner you share a cubicle with. The weird thing, though, it, it was also unprompted. Like, we were just having a discussion about, like, I think we were talking about anime at the time, and it was like four of us. And the dude just, he had his phone out, he was just That's looking amazing. at his phone, and all of a sudden just like, hey, so check this out. And it's like every sword from Lord of the Rings on his wall. (laughs) This is my home defense technology. I mean, the dude also has like an Elvish tattoo around his wrist. A a what tattoo? It's a tattoo in Tolkien Elvish. Oh, Elvish. Oh, an Elvish. Oh, I I thought it was like, uh, you know. Oh, yeah, growing up in Serbia, we love to listen to Elvish. (laughs) I thought it was some Blue Suede Jew shit. Oh, sorry. Okay, Serbian dude, sword collection, tattoo, <laughs> elvish tattoo. There's a character. Well, what's funny, because, like, I used to, at my old job, I shared an office with a dude that's just the, the standard Gen <laughs> X conservative, right? Like, you're, you're never Trumper who's actually a Trumper. Yeah, I go from there over to this place shits. where it's bit like, I mean, this guy is definitely of the cheese stands alone. So it's kind of fun. We dunk on him. A Serbian hapless Twitter guy. Yeah. Uh, no, he's not actually Serbian. the The joke there, oh. the joke there is that they would pronounce Elvis like Elvish. Elvish. Oh. Okay. I don't linguistics a good for like. So you went six from like Boogie fourteen eighty eight to some hapless Twitter guy. <laughs> How many languages do you speak? Almost one. <laughs> Shit, I barely know English. <laughs> He started something the other day talking about how basically um, people from poor or high crime areas are, I guess, getting bonus points on college admissions in some places now. And he was mad about that. The, the, the thing kind of ballooned into a discussion about generally, so what are the effects of racism on your prospects in life? Basically, how does that affect people? And he really shut up after uh, one of the Indian dudes I've worked with. I think he's actually Bangladeshi. He was just talking about, like, look, I could deal with this shit myself, but I've got a kid now, and I'm seriously concerned about raising them in America. <laughs> yeah, no, that's, that's pretty much it. Um, it'd be real hard to distill, like, half of my degree into a really quick conversation that a libertarian would accept. It's hard enough to get slightly more sensible humans that are technically on the right wing to even acknowledge basic facts about reality that we have, you know, investigations and numbers and measurements for. Yeah. Well, and actually, one of the things that I think will ultimately be talked about, but isn't currently, is after 9-11, um, at least in South Asia, I don't know about generally, but basically all immigration moved from America to Australia. Huh. Because of huge... And the thing is, Australia now has, like, what is basically an immigrant Mm -hmm. prison on an island. Like, I shit you not, Australia made made an an island island penal colony. (laughs) (laughs) I hate everything about this, thanks. History is cyclical, this proves it. Time is a flat circle, alright, 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 alright. Uh, is season three that good? I have no it's idea. It's really good. I've uh, I've not it's, touched anything beyond season one. It is incredibly cool, and it and you can totally skip season uh, two for it, right? Yeah, yeah. You don't have season two is awful. Yeah, don't don't bother with season All two. Right, fuck that. Watch season one. Give yourself a week. Watch season two or watch season three, and man, they lean way the fuck into the time as a flat circle thing in a really pleasing way. Ooh. Good. Well, because that's what sucked about season two is everything that was supposed to be... Because, like, in season one, the whole thing is, at the end of it, you're still questioning, was there something supernatural going on or not? 
Season yeah. two, there's just nothing supernatural. It's literally just like dudes trying to do land scams. <laughs> it, yeah, season Lame. three is, yes, yes, what you thought was going on is definitely happening and nobody is aware of it. Oh, fuck, Jesus, that's horrifying. N- no. Good. No. Did they give Fukunaga back? Uh, no. Okay. I mean, you don't need him to do it. He just does really good stuff. Mm. I think he was involved with it, but I don't think he was, like, all of it, if that makes any sense. Fair enough. But yeah, um... See if you can... Yeah, True Detective good. True Detective good. Uh, Real cops bad. (laughs) True story. Yeah, some things, when fake, are the only time that they're cool. Like, violence. Usually, when violence is fake, it's awesome. Like, it's it's really funny to walk up right behind somebody in Unreal Tournament and pull the trigger on a flat cannon and then to see, like, SpaghettiOs just fire outwards from you at, like, 800 miles an hour. <laughs> watching real war footage, not so fucking much. Uh, I finally got around to watching John Wick 2 last night. Mm-hmm. I've never seen any of those. First one was a lot of fun. Uh, they're good. Uh, something I realized, uh, for a movie that's incredibly violent in urban areas, there are no cops. Huh. Well. It's kind of surprising. My understanding is that whenever there's actually a problem in urban areas, there aren't any cops either. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what was it on uh, on death certificate? It wasn't even on death certificate. No, it's it's at the start of uh, at the, at the police, if I remember right. If something happens in South Central Los Angeles, nothing happens. It's just another N-bomb dead. So uh, also, if there's a school shooting, no cops present. Doesn't happen ever. Yeah, I love. I love. Like, well, they're there. They don't do anything. Yeah, I love a solid portion of my taxes going to somebody that will show up four hours after my car gets broken into and stare at me while he writes in a writes in a fucking notepad, and then nothing <laughs> ever happens. Well, you're gonna be real pissed if if they break apart the police and you need somebody to show up at three in the morning and shoot your dog and your neighbor's dog and the black kid down the hall who wasn't doing anything. That, see, that's a problem with millennials. They can't do anything for themselves. <laughs> God. <laughs> I, uh, well, Mike Huckabee raised his son, right? <laughs> large adult boy. <laughs> that the boy knows how to kill a dog. <laughs> Woof. Like, just the side of Michael Vick, that motherfucker. Bow, wow, wow. Have y'all seen any of his show on the Fox News Network? Michael Vick? <laughs> uh, Ch- or, uh, Huckabee. Oh, oh, I... No? It is the... Wait, wait, Huckabee Jr.? No, like no, Mike so Huckabee Mike... has been a correspondent Mike Huckabee has a, has a talk show. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know what, yeah, yeah, okay, I know yeah, what yeah. you're talking about. I've only seen clips on YouTube, but man, it is the most aggressively unfunny thing I've ever seen. It's a guy that is really convinced that he's talented and extremely not. It's a lot like me, but conservative. And fatter. <laughs> Like just, <laughs> I've never seen anybody that needs a refund for joke writing <laughs> worse in my entire life. It's just so funny that he lost all that weight for his presidential run, then afterwards was like, oh, fuck this. <laughs> yeah. Going back to God, Guns, Grits, and Gravy. Well, at least the last two. Emphasis on the last two. <laughs> <laughs> gravy gargling. Oh, my God. Yeah, he's just, you know, he's a good old country man. Full of bread Plows and lard. The fields, take some paybacks from Cutter, just like you know. Yeah, they all up in their Congress. They all pulling pork. Man, I'll tell you what, they just pulling pork all day. That's all they do up there is just pull pork. Give me a sandwich. I want pulled pork. Pulled pork. Pulled pork. Pull, y'all got pull them pork. pickles. I love them pickles. <laughs> Give me the bread and butter ones. <laughs> Not those sweet ones, man. I can't handle that shit. That'll turn my stomach right on over, and you're going to be seeing a lot of pulled pork coming out of me instead of going in. You know what I mean? <laughs> You know what I what I mean with that? I don't like sweet pickles. It's awful. <laughs> Throw a gallon of sweet tea on there. Hold the tea. <laughs> Junt Gunderson. God, Jesus. Gund Mikerson. Gunder Mikeson. Just. Yeah, well, <laughs> we got our dice. we got our Grunch forty five out here. We're gonna shoot these watermelons off of these posts and see how far they go. <laughs> Man, shooting watermelons is cool. One time. Oh my foot! Oh shit! <laughs> shit! Somebody call an ambulance! We got signal out here. Well, you got to go over down to the Ralphs, and only behind them, like the dumpster interferes with, it and they got that satellite on top for the government. <laughs> 
The cops arrived at the scene but did not enter because there were 50 signs posted that said trespassers will be shot. Survivors will be shot again. <laughs> I talk sh- All that says is <laughs> I can't fucking aim. <laughs> Well, I think that also says, uh, I can't make it to the bathroom unassisted unless I've had my insulin. <laughs> <laughs> I had to have my my large adult son come through and knock out some of the walls so I could fit through to the fucking bathroom on my uh, mobility scooter. <laughs> the war rascal. <laughs> okay, so an idea I've had for a long time is Battle Royale Twisted Metal. Okay. There will absolutely be a war rascal in <laughs> Oh, oh, yeah. Shit. Yes. How would you even soup that thing? Like, I guess it would have to be souped up well, to look more like a riding front. lawnmower. I mean, you just do it like you... Like, well, first of all, it's going to be a video game, so we can, you know, fuck reality. <laughs> uh, see, turrets, definitely machine gun on the front, missiles on the side. Well, I mean, it's going to be Battle Royale, so you find everything. So, like, is everybody in one of these combat scooters? No, that'll be one of the... Ca- there'll be classes. <laughs> Clearly. Man, I had a fucking dream about a Battle Royale Tony Hawk the other day. <laughs> <laughs> so get this, right? It's Tony Hawk. 50 shove a nosebone to headshot. Well, no, it's Tony Hawk, right? And whenever you hit a ramp, you go into bullet time, and you can just <laughs> fucking do your thing. And what, what it means is that you are... Because it's in bullet time in a uh, in a multiplayer game, what it means is that mm-hmm. you are moving way the fuck faster to everyone else. So when you shoot up the ramp, <laughs> you just launch like fucking five hundred meters in the air at like this incredible speed, and you can just like you know crack crack take your shots downstairs, and then when you land, you know you keep going. Maybe put a damage multiplier on points. I don't know. Stephen Hawking's pro wheelchair. It's, it was really stupid, but as soon as I woke up, I was like, "Shit, that's not real." I've well, seen I've seen bullet time pulled off in multiplayer games elegantly one time, and it was in Fear Two multiplayer, where it does it for everybody at once. It, it does it for everybody at once, but for the team that has it, they have bullet time. The other team just has slow mo. Warframe does it. And yeah, Warframe does it. Yeah, Warframe well. does it incredibly okay. well. Yeah, so one team actually cannot aim or move. Um, like that, their all of their inputs are more sluggishly executed in the game. But the other team is like, "Oh, this is cool. I'm Max Payne, motherfucker." I would say Warframe is probably the greatest free to play game ever made. Yeah, I can fuck with that. Like that game should have cost much, which it did at launch. In all fairness, I hope they rolled that into like bonus shit for everybody once it became free to play. They did. Okay. Warframe has yeah, Warframe evolved is, I feel like I should since it, since it originally debuted. The aesthetic was enough to, I don't know, weird me out. And, like, Biopunk just ain't for me, but I feel like there's a time where I might be able to give that a shot in the future. You're the only person I know that into. talks fondly of I, Divine Cybermancy, and you don't like Warframe. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, you can't, you can't teleport a werewolf inside of somebody else in fucking uh, uh, Warframe. Yes, you can. You can't hit a... Oh, I'm going to have to reevaluate a few of my positions. Yeah, you can literally turn corpses into your own buddies. <laughs> well, okay. And then teleport. Uh, you can also kind of do that in Tony Hawk 5. <laughs> <laughs> did, y'all, did y'all ever watch anything on Tony Hawk yeah, 5? Yeah, that game's a shit Not a- show. Nothing. So one of the like one of the things was they had Thug. open skate parks where basically you'd go online and people would drop in and drop out. The thing mm-hmm. is, they made no effort to prevent people from spawning where you are. So you'll just be in the middle of a combo, and then all of a sudden somebody will spawn in at the same X, Y as you, and you just go flying off your board, and you're <laughs> just standing there like, Hey, buddy, how's it going? <laughs> How do we handle the problems of uh, co-spatial existence? We don't. We really didn't. <laughs> Fling! It looks like a 90s physics exercise program. Where you just, like, turn one of the sliders all the fucking way up. And then the moon flies off into the sun or some shit. Yeah, and it looks like, uh... Yeah, it looks like uh, Wilford there is walking into that fence. He is still walking into that fence. Now he's about halfway through the ground. And his head is missing and he is shot into space. Uh, Wilford, (laughs) see you later. That's looked down upon in this sort of competition, Jed. (laughs) No clipping hacks are not to be taken lightly. Well, I don't think he clipped there. I think that's what we're looking at. 
I don't know, I went halfway Hank Hill. Boy, I'll tell you what, that guy's using an aimbot. <laughs> that was pretty good. <laughs> I don't have anything else that I do right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. You listen here, Blizzard Entertainment. My men maxing schema absolutely does not work with these latest nerfs, and I will not stand for it. <laughs> now, how is a man expected to run a prospect pally on this sort of run? You took away thorns, damn it. <laughs> you have. But, Dad, the new glamour options are fantastic! <laughs> if they roll back the patch, I'm gonna lose my plaid skirt! <laughs> I love my plaid skirt. Don't do this to me, Dad. God damn it. <laughs> oh, he might. <laughs> I mean, I divide Cybermancy, let me go invisible, sneak up behind a cyber demon, and hit him with a nuclear bomb inside of a warhammer. And that's pretty tough to beat. While I was summoning werewolves inside of other people's bodies, so they just sort of. You're, are you going back to fucking I? <laughs> no, not recently, but I have lots of fond fucking memories about it. I is coming back to me. What a weird video game. It really I does. I never played it. It sucks. It, it sucks and is awful and I have over 100 hours in it. It's a Half-Life mod. I mean, that's that's really what you need to know. Gotcha. Oh. It's a Half-Life mod that the guys that made it got picked up to make a fucking Warhammer game. Oh, did they make Vermintide? Uh, no, they made the no. they made the buggy ass Space Hulk. Uh, yeah, like Deathwing, Death Angel, whatever the fuck. You're you're on a Space Hulk full of Gene Steelers and you're a Terminator. That game has the look. It just plays like ass. Well, the pe- the people making the game probably weren't uh, the asset generators. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. Like they they had pro ass modelers because there's there's shit on there that's really cool. And there's, there's stuff that I want to put in my fucking Tyranid army that doesn't actually exist. But don't play it. It bad. Yeah. Vermintide. I got it for hand. almost free. Vermintide kicks Vermintide ass. owns. I've been looking for a new shooter to play as of late. But at this point, I think I'll just hold off till Doom Resurrection. Because Doom 2016 still is just chef's kiss. Like, that, I, there, yeah. I have no shortage of... Pre- like, I have... It's the fact that I have... No negatives I can say about it. Yeah, I can't talk any shit on that game at all. Yeah, like you, I, fucking Jesus Christ! You can double jump and then blast somebody with a quad barrel shotgun and rip in half an imp, like vertically, not not just you know yank his top off of his waist like a Mortal Kombat fatality. I mean, just split his head open and the rest of his fucking body follows. <laughs> the rage icon in that was the most fun power up in a game I think I've ever seen. A lot of people, most people, dragged the multiplayer. I really enjoyed it. So, I'm, it I'm looking It felt really forward. classic. It wasn't... I'm hoping... It just wasn't what I was looking for. That's all. That's yeah. fair. That's fair. I'm, I'm hoping it gets a bit of a bump with Resurrection. Because I've actually... I've tried going back to do multiplayer a few times over the past, like, month. Mm-hmm. thing is, everybody on there is, like, level 2 or level 50. Oh like, yeah, it's you, it's like Unreal Tournament now. You basically you get you get carried. There there is no way to uh, ramp your progression. Ugh. Oof. Yeah, I mean, like, and it's, to... it's like there's 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 the two pools: your absolute newbies and your veterans. And there's never enough of either group to isolate the games. Gotcha. That's yeah. Ugh. I tend to hop onto game like bandwagons pretty late so I just I'll wait for a sale because I've got enough shit to do and a backlog that's longer than a rap sheet. Yeah, well that's why I've st- like I for the longest time I was always a buy games six months after they come out. Mm-hmm. But with fighting games, I found you really only get in like the the sweet spot is release for fighting games. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, well, like, if because so many now have turned to like really long release schedules and and like weird season pass content, Tekken Seven is still fucking constantly kicking. They they let you go into practice mode while you're waiting for a match, and you'd be lucky to finish like a, a setup and then a full combo before somebody pops in. More often than not, 
Well, and that's a very standard feature now that I really appreciate. Like, you don't just have yes. to sit there watching a finding match screen. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, beat, beat up our training dummy. Sometimes it's a normal character, sometimes it's a bear, so you can learn how the float mechanics are different or whatever the fuck. That's just Tekken specific. I wish I liked that game. I I enjoy it, but it's not one I'm trying to get good at. Dead or Alive seemed super simplistic after that. And it seemed like it just relied on perfect frame inputs, and I don't have the patience to practice that. I'm not going to get Dead or Alive just on principle. Oh, I didn't pay Koei for Tecmo's it. Koei Tecmo's DLC <laughs> is bull. And I, I yeah. get that they're taking the train simulator approach, but it sucks. Yeah, it's pretty awful. Yeah, like straight up, it's it's not even the titties. It's the uh, it's the DLC that that are the problem here. Yeah, if you're gonna play Dead or Alive, don't pay for it. That's the answer that I've found. Fair. Does, does it have always online? Because I'm sure th- there's going to be a pirate version of DOA Six that has everything. Uh, it's it does not have always online. You can't play online, but it doesn't have always online. I mean, somebody, some pirate will come up with a offline runnable that has all the DLC unlocked and included. Oh, that's inevitable, yes. It's also going to be gigs upon gigs upon gigs of titty costumes. Like, I mean, it is in her life. Yeah. They didn't make a beach volleyball game because of their passion for volleyball. <laughs> it's, and that was just, oh man, I guess that was... Uh, Dead or Alive Extreme, this, was it only volleyball? Or has it always been a bunch of mini-games but featuring volleyball? No, that was the whole crux of the thing was there, there was a... It was Zach was holding a volleyball tournament on his island. Okay. Like, there was actually, like... Yes, if we want to get into Dead or Alive lore... <laughs> <laughs> Mult, uh, yes, multi-billionaire record executive and DJ, star? DJ. DJ, okay, yeah. Because, you know, a DJ... I, I guess there are... Yeah, that is something that can happen nowadays. I guess. So, speaking of, uh, another thing I learned while looking through the IMDb for John Wick 2 last night. <laughs> the the composer for both the first and the second one is named DJ Castlevania. <laughs> Holy shit. Hell yeah. Or, excuse me, uh, Le Castlevania. He's French. <laughs> Neat. DJ Le Castlevania. <laughs> That's incredible. I I have a confession. I can't keep anybody's name straight around Castlevania. Like, I don't remember Amichiro Yumane from Koji Igarashi from I don't know what the fuck else. So, like, the. Koji. Koji Igarashi is about the only name that's specifically attached to this. that. That uh, the the one artist. There's the artist, and the, and uh, the was I don't Yamane, know. Yamane, the the composer. The composer. Okay, I'm gonna forget it like in two minutes anyway. It's fine. I yeah. I have goldfish brain worms. Speaking of names associated with series, one of the things I'm most stoked about for Mario Maker Two is Koji Kondo is back making like. Hardware original music for Mario Kart. <laughs> like, so we get new, like, NES Koji Kondo music <laughs> for the first time in, like, 30 years. That's fucking Hell incredible. Yes. So it, is he, like, actually just programming everything on, you know, like, two square waves and a triangle wave? I, or? I don't know what Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's hardware authentic. Okay. I mean, they haven't confirmed that, but I imagine that's what they would do, just with what Mario Maker is. Because there's, like... There are similar sounds by a bunch of, like, the Remix community. You know, like, Vert fucking loves doing bits and beats and boops in ways that would be completely impossible on that hardware because of its limitations. But it's all really fucking cool when it's put together. No, I'm really curious now if there's anything in Mario Maker 1, at least, that it would actually be impossible on the NES. Like, because they, they made a bunch of new elements, like, things that were not in Mario Brothers 1. Oh, I mean, okay. that you can use. And I wonder if any of those would actually not work. I mean, a lot of those stages you'd run into the sprite limit really quick, but I, I know what you're saying. Yeah. Hmm. I think the bullet bills, the homing bullet bills probably would not work right, but I can't prove that. Oh, wow, probably yeah. Probably not. Well, I don't know, though. Well, no, because... Uh, 
let's say what they would be running on would be some sort of tracking algorithm, and the Angry Sun did use one of those. Yeah, kind of. I mean, the Angry Sun only tracked your position, like, once, and then did its thing. But, I mean, there are homing bullets and shit in NES games, so... Yeah, yeah. Uh, Well, but not with the same amount of shit on screen. Yeah, well, and that's the, the reason the NES has that is that like so sprites had their own dedicated registers in the hardware and there are four sprite registers so anytime there's more than four active sprites on the screen that's when you get flickering because mm. basically what it does is on off frames it deloads and reloads one of the sprites because you can only have four present at a within a frame mm-hmm. and it's like interlaced video or just pops in and out exactly huh, yeah it's, it's trading the, it's trading that sprite bucket for a different sprite and so yeah it's yeah. It's trying to display. Basically, it. switching a taking a, a binary switch and just moving it back and forth very rapidly. Yeah. Today I learned about hardware from my childhood. I guess. And I've I've gone back to play a bunch of classic style games that I know for a fact wouldn't fucking work on the hardware they're designed to look like. Lost Castle is a brutal, like stupid, difficult uh, Metroidvania. That's like the Faxanadu Dark Souls, uh, right? Yes. It, it hates you, and it, it counts, like, your deaths, and, um, like, the, the hardest thing about it is not even the combat. Like, you'll take hits, but just like old video games, you can learn the boss patterns and then swing around those and find the right combinations of weapons and spells to, you only get one spell at a time, but, like, find the right combination of gear and shit to handle a boss. You do not get to, uh, practice a whole lot on some of its hardest, uh, like, platforming puzzles. So to get, like, the true ending, because it has, like, a eight endings or some shit like that. To get the truest one, um, you have to go through a whole lot of just, like, basic level platforming with, you know, there's some instant death traps here and there, into a room that's just made of spikes. And you have to, like, frame perfect, time your jump against one thing or another, and uh, the block also disappears once you hit it. So it fucking really hates you. It was a fun game with a lot of cool music. If the idea is a Souls-like, that's what you're buying into, though. So. Like, just being yeah. murdered by the stage all the time? But even Souls, like, yes. outside of the okay. traps, like... I haven't played Souls. There, I, I don't enjoy that type of gameplay, so... It's not so much environmental stuff that's murdering you. I mean, there are some places where there are traps and poison and stuff like that, but, yeah. like, it's enemies. That it's like, oh, suddenly there's a skeleton archer that you didn't realize was there, and you got plugged twice, and the hit that you didn't think was going to kill you, that you were taking on purpose to conserve stamina Dude. to fatal blow something, uh, suddenly killed you. Okay. It's, I didn't well, I didn't read the room. <laughs> well, well, no, I mean, a lot of the times with the Souls games, it's, they don't give you any information to read, you just get murked, and people confuse the high difficulty of the games with bad design. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, that's fair enough. Like, it's if just you're not giving design. the player the information they would need to derive a solution then it's bad oh yeah and on top of that you're stuck in a situation where you can't improvise effectively because there's too much input that disallows that well and going there's one solution yeah and the game specifically limits you know how much rolling like limits how much time you have and how many opportunities you have to catch your breath and figure things out Uh, okay and that's, like, that, to me, is the most criminal part of its design. Mm. It turns it's... into a Ninja Gaiden pausing at 6-1 and catching your breath. Ugh. Ugh. That Barf. cheese yellow fucking ruins cliff burned into my <laughs> if television. You're, if you're, Fuck if your favorite part of Ninja Gaiden was the bats, this is the <laughs> game for you. <laughs> yeah, Lost Castle. Oh, man, I don't know. I didn't, I, I mostly died to the instant death shit. There's one stage, uh... That's only instant death all the like the, there are a couple enemies here and there, but there are moving instant death pieces like you know saws and cranks just fucking swinging around the stage all of the, the map and shit. I started up in the blind well, forest and I didn't really get very far in that. I, I, there's some uh, other I shit started it too and like it's beautiful yeah, but I, it just didn't get hooks in me. Yeah, it feels really like, good. It's really pretty. A lot of people that like those games. Like, I'm one of those people that likes those kinds of games, say it's great, but uh, it just, I bounced off. 
Like, I might, if if I desperately am looking to not play Division 2, then I might go back to it at some point. But I feel like there's so much... When the systems are fairly complex and I can't just pick up a controller and know what I'm doing, it's rough to hop back into a game like that. It's it's sort of like... It, it's funny that's that happens to action games now. When back in the day, it was like, you'd hop into an RPG, take a break, like, oh, well, I'm going to play some fighting games. Then you go back into the RPG, and like, I don't fucking remember where I am or what I'm doing. I better restart this file. Well, and also, like, for me personally, when the when the main push of your game is the beautiful aesthetics, like, when you're basically, you're there to enjoy the music and the look and whatnot. Yeah. I like those more in smaller packages. Like, like half-hour-long walking simulators? And not even necessarily, no, I mean, even have gameplay, but, like, okay. it should be a four-hour game. Not, like, I don't want an 80-hour game. Like, like if, yeah. if the gameplay is kind of lesser in exchange for those beautiful visuals, I want it to be something I can wrap up a in, much you know, four experience. to ten hours. Yeah, yeah. I'm thinking of games like uh, Trine. Mm. Mm-hmm. There are like, three Trine Trines, and I've played none of them yet. Yeah, the first two are really good. Um, the third one, they went 3D with the third one, and it kind of lost what it was. Hmm. Which, like, they're making Trine 4, and they're going back to 2D. I wish that I could just, like, do all the puzzles from, uh, The Witness on my phone without having to do all the walking around. Hmm. That's a, that's a game that suffers. That game looks really cool. I haven't played it, it but... It's it... neat. It is really neat, and it's really pretty, and I wish I could just do the puzzles instead of having to walk around. Yeah, it's... <laughs> Super frustrating whenever they overcomplicate the, or just put needless nothing in places where a menu would do. Yeah, I guess that's where like, quick tra- like quick travel is such an important thing. So, real talk. Uh, speaking of, um, let's let's have a Skyrim story here. I bought Skyrim when it came out back in what two thousand nine, two thousand ten. I think it's twenty twelve. <laughs> 2012. Uh, I know it was because I got it. I was I was still in the military, and it was before I deployed. Oh shit! Okay. Oh, but I remember playing it, and I just thought like, okay. So the short of the story is, I didn't realize there was fast travel until I was about ten hours into the game. Oh yeah. Uh, I did a lot of running around on a horse. <laughs> oh Jesus! Like climbing impossibly steep obstacles and shit, and then also. Taking a two-foot drop and then getting hung in midair so your horse fucking dies as soon as you land. Yeah, well, and I still don't like Scott. I don't like Bethesda games, but that didn't help in terms of burning me out on them. Fast travel. Man, you have to play through the game a pretty good ways to unlock fast travel. Like, you're halfway through your first playthrough um, in Near Automata before you unlock the fast travel. Yeah, that's another game I need to hop back into. I fucked up the final ending. Like, Justin, you told me about how cool the ending was, and I agree. I wish I had sat down for the credits when I'd beaten it for the final time, so I could have actually engaged with all that, like, making the decisions and getting that shit. Yeah. Uh, But I fucked it up, and then I was like, hey, now I can go to any place, and now I can, you know, finally get the special ending that everybody's talking about. Wait, fuck, it's passed? When? So I beat the game again, and uh, the option didn't come up. God damn it. <laughs> Whoops. Whoop. Yeah, maybe I'll just do that today. Make today a near day. I d- like there are three different soundtracks. There's one for uh there's one for like the hacking minigame where everything's all, you know, Nintendo style, eight bit beepity boops. There's one like full orchestral, um, and then there's a score. Oh wait, no, there's uh sorry, there's there's a regular soundtrack and then a bunch of unreleased shit. So I've gotten it all and I'm gonna go throw that on. At some point or another. But I really enjoy the music. Is the short end of this shit. Like, chopping and air combing robots, also extremely cool. Uh, the... Yes, and? <laughs> I mean... I mean, was the, was, the, was the takeaway there, you're gonna listen to video game soundtracks today? I might. I'm, I might. <laughs> <laughs> I'm... <laughs> I might alter my brain chemistry and then listen to a whole lot of video game soundtrack. Oh, um, I was thinking about something with Mortal Kombat earlier this week. Yeah, that's a game. Well, like, so the soundtracks to Mortal Kombat don't get much uh, attention Mm -hmm. for that series, but that game has one of the most consistent audio flavors of any series I've ever seen. When we were playing it last week, it stuck out to me how much the soundtrack reminded me of Mortal Kombat Three. 
Mm. Yeah, like it, it. You could you like if you were to chip tuneify the music from MK11, you could just mix it with MK3, and nobody would be able to tell that they were of different <laughs> times. Hell yeah, man! MK11, what a fucking story mode! What a fucking video game all around! But yes, the story it's, mode is madness. The whole package is just per. Like honestly, this is the first time. I think I can say Nether Realms has the best fighting game out right now. Except for like, I mean, I would what would I put above it? Probably Guilty Gear, but Guilty Gear's also been out for like five years. Yeah. So yeah, it's there's nothing else really in that space right now that I'm just like fuck yeah. And it's definitely like I would put it. I would say visually, it is on par like with Guilty Gear. Just at, they're different styles. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Extremely impressive for what they do. Um, and they both like dick around with uh, with like animations to make sure they're in that given style. Well, and they just uh, so this week the PC finally got a patch that puts it on par with consoles. Like they, they they've been behind on PC patches because WB is horrible. Sounds like that. Warner Brothers. But um, not only did it actually uh, so all the actual gameplay tweaks are in there, but they also. Um, re-optimize some of the visual settings and you can tell. Ooh. Oh, good. Like, it look like it looks even better now. Jesus Hell Christ. Yeah. Matt came in and was watching me play Division 2 and was like, this looks just like more of the same. It looks exactly the same, but runs slightly worse <laughs> on my computer that should be able to run it like a champ as as the first one. Like, I, you're, I couldn't tell. How, there's nothing to say to that except, I guess you're correct. That is... A perfect assessment of Division 2. I mean, I, it runs fine for me. I've, I've heard a few people that say, hey, this runs kind of wonky. And they get weird, like, loading seams where they'll be transitioning blocks and they'll chug for, like, four or five seconds. Mm-hmm. Um, but I haven't run any, into any of that. Uh, I still really like I haven't I either. Like, like you, and I both have pretty, you and I both have pretty beast PCs. Yeah. I mean, I've got a GTX 970. It really shouldn't be an issue. No. What's your processor? Uh, let's see. I think uh, you have a newer 30... processor than I do. I don't. I don't know, dude. Like it's it's a i5 3550. Okay, mine's a 4700, so it's a generation later. Hmm. hmm. Well, yeah, now, uh, uh, we're solving that, video game tech problems. That game. Speaking of. Oh, go ahead. Well, so I guess the their first raid dropped this past week. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um. So there have been zero clears on console. Apparently, it's almost impossible to beat if you're playing with a controller. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. Oof. That, yeah, that's gonna have to get tuned. There was a lot of screeching uh, from people about how the world first was a streamer, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And it's like, of course, you're at work. It dropped yeah. on a fucking Wednesday. <laughs> this guy's job is to play video games. Of course, he beat yeah. it before you did. Like, well, also, why is it like? Why does it matter that they stream? Like, yeah, I don't know. This wait. I, so there was oh, real because, because those place? aren't those aren't real gamers. Oh. <laughs> they're just oh they're just God. they're just doing this as a job for money to eat. <laughs> <laughs> and the people screeching are real gamers. Yeah, the real gamers work at AutoZone twenty eight hours a week. <laughs> Hey, this is, this is Mike. Welcome to GameStop. Fill that diaper. <laughs> <laughs> Defend your identity. <laughs> Consume Mountain Dew. Doritos. <laughs> Does the Dorito live in a house made of chips? Or Don't call yourself a gamer. The gamers stand for the Code Red, the Arctic Blast... <laughs> <laughs> if you are not if you are not T-posing and jerking off to big ass Garfield don't you dare fucking call yourself a gamer you goddamn e-girl <laughs> How, ironically what, what kind of Pokemon game do you play I, I'm just I'm just here for my little brother I have fucking fake gamer girls so who do you think like on average has bigger tits titty streamers or real gamers Titty streamers. Yes. 110%. Like, as an expert on, on titties and streamers, I can assure you. I mean, boogie. 
<laughs> oh shit! Oh Big man! Titties. Yeah. <laughs> I guess that's a question of volume, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, I, I I liked Boogie until he became the Nazi defender. Yeah, it's he, he chose the the hill he chose to die on was the Reichstag. He's a he's just a dumbass. He's a fucking like Twitter weirdo. He's yeah. just like any other internet personality. Oh, you people are so easy to manipulate. <laughs> All those fuckers. It's it's just the okay sign. That's, oh man, I don't know if we've talked about it on here before, but like, the the right is so fucking terrible. All these these weirdo basement Spurg lords and like Weraboos, Weraboos, are, are so bad at dog whistling that they stop things from being dog whistles by using them unironically everywhere. Like, once we saw a whole bunch of ice agents with their knees in, uh, in like brown kids' necks throwing the okay symbols at the same time. It's like, oh, okay, cool. So that is actually a white supremacist power symbol now. That's what that is. You're freaking out over nothing. Uh, but but Nazis actually using it in the open all the time. It's the same playbook as always. Yep. Confuse, muddy, muddy, confuse. Like, don't engage with them. Just yell louder. Yeah, no, exactly. It's not a matter of like, yeah, that's it. Yeah, call it out when you see it. It's It's just... They're really bad at trying to do what they're doing. It's just that libs are so dumb, they'll actually fall for it. Plausible deniability Plausible. as a virtue. Yeah, yeah for exactly. Real. Hide your power level. <laughs> I'm about to hide something. <laughs> I don't know. I've uh, I've largely left behind my uh, my online weirdo praxis of finding people being weird and then sexually harassing them in the comments. Don't do that. That kind of sucks. Like, if, if someone's going to come on and is being a sex weird to somebody else, and, like, immediately doing it to them may provide some perspective. I've largely left that behind, like I said. Well, yeah, yeah. If somebody's, like, being a total fucking internet creep in some on, like, some, you know, somebody's Facebook wall or in their, you know, on their Twitter. Are you 100% yeah. white? Oh, I want to put it in you. And, yeah. Yeah, and then I'm like, and, hey, where do you live? I well, like people they, that don't respect women's bodily autonomy. I'm going to come fuck you. They, Yeah, I mean, at that point, they've established the boundaries for what's acceptable in the conversation. Yeah. Say that again, and I will kiss your neck and chest. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, nothing gets me hotter than the guy that denies humanity of immigrants. I can't wait to splatter across your back. <laughs> Say 13% of the population again. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Literal clowns. <laughs> Kill us all right now. Oh my god, I'm shaking. <laughs> That's normal. You've never had one of these before. <laughs> there will be more. Listen here, shit waffle. I'm a Hufflepuff. You're, you're really getting my Slytherin up. <laughs> <laughs> Play cards right, and you'll get my Slytherin up too. Oh God! <laughs> oh, fucking weird. just God fucking Harry Potter lips. <laughs> Harry Potter lips. Man, speaking of meltdown, May. Fucking meltdown, Harry... May continues unabated. <laughs> I'm masturbated to it now. I'm satisfied and baited. Oh God! So. I, I don't know. Nobody that listens to this is going to be unaware of the fucking Daenerys Hillary stands. <laughs> but it's still the, the absolutely funniest fucking thing I have seen in a long, long time. More female drone operators. <laughs> our, our well, you drone... have to remember, this, this, this only happened because this show was written with a white male gaze. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> it's not the only it's not anyone's fault but your own. Honestly, yeah, like the, the past seven seasons of this show weren't birds from the mind of a fat white nerd. <laughs> but this Dude, what if what if he gets the dogs and then he kills a baby? Hey, what <gasps> if every time we need to make exposition, there's fucking happening. Just titties all over the screen. <laughs> they didn't take those hints. Like George R.R. Martin was praised one time, like, you write women really well. And he's like, well, I'm under the impression that women are people. Hey! 
instant icon, and that's cool, I guess. And then, like, the show is not that. Well, look, she broke Hitler's glass ceiling. <laughs> yeah, see? <laughs> Der Crystal ceiling-ish. <laughs> blue, no matter who. Der tag. Man, I am I am saving links left and fucking right for the next for any time shitloads bring up that vote blue no matter who things like God oh, man fucking Mister Me two thousand twenty murdering unions standing for Republicans in contested races so that the the mild mild leftist loses on the Democratic ticket just a oh so is it, so you're saying the uh, the left believes in contested races. Then maybe we do have something in common with the alt right. Oh, damn! damn. <laughs> <laughs> Folks, folks, with an X. <laughs> fuck out of here! You know what sucks? Having to explain literally fucking everything that you believe in just to have a common conversation. Oh shit! For real. There's some ass I'm talking to now that's that's arguing about the definition of free. Because we're like, no, nah, college should be free. Just make it that. It's, it's done. Take the money from the people that stole from us first. And he's like, nothing is free! <laughs> and it's like the guys that are grabbing onto their, like, grade school fucking mommy's first dictionary. <laughs> See, that's different. <laughs> free to you, bitch. Pointing to it and then, yeah, for real. There's no such thing as a free lunch. Every time my work feeds me a hamburger, that means that my boss had to pay for it. Well, yeah, <laughs> did you have to pay for it? It's a free lunch. Dumbass. Yeah. For real. The problem with socialism <laughs> is you run out of other people's money. The problem with imperialism is you run out of other people's countries. Yeah. The problem They're with capitalism running. is that you run out of planets that can support life. They I mean, really socialism... don't like if I turn it that way. Here's the thing. Socialism unto itself doesn't necessarily fix that problem. But socialism, oh, no. I believe, I genuinely believe, has a much better chance of doing so. Yeah, removing the profit motive immediately removes every single bit of, like, weird pollution and shit. Well, no, it doesn't, because making a lithium-ion battery still makes it suck in the area surrounding it. It does, but research for superior products is going to be departed from, like, it, are, do, are we going to dump all this shit in the river? And the Soviet Union polluted a shitload. Yeah, and like, socialism, was, was socialism unto itself does not fix that. However, it means that the people that are making the shots are not the same people that own the companies that are putting that shit in the river. Yeah. Don't shit where you eat. I mean, it would take 51% of the population saying, look, global warming is worth my portfolio. 51% of, of the population don't. don't have a portfolio. Exactly. Well, sounds like uh, yeah. capitalism can't do anything about climate change then. Yeah. <laughs> They can they can fucking have weird-ass fantasies about how to control their guards for when they're in their apocalypse bunkers or trying mm -hmm. to fly to Mars. How am I going to control the people keeping me safe from the proles when I decide who they're, how, to get, how to get their food and their families safe? This is hard, guys. Fucking apocalypse dictatorship is really tough. They're I mean, already... Oh, my God. I don't know where... The rich are literally buying apocalypse bunkers. Like, this is a real thing that's really happening. Yeah. Like, Jeff Bezos is starting his own SpaceX, because it's... Oh, for fuck's it's, sake. It's more, it's more in his orbit of reality to go to space than to fix the problems here. <laughs> I I mean, at least they'll face the prospect of dying in, in agony in the abject nothingness of space later. That's fucking cold comfort, but it offers a non-zero sum thereof. God, if the first transport to off-world colonies just goes Challenger, that would be so <laughs> See you later, proletarian losers. Oh, God, why? Perhaps we did not think this all the way through. <laughs> Come along now, Marvin for me, bitch. Are <laughs> uh, you, you going to pay me and feed me? <laughs> yeah, I have this key. Give me the key. Shh, shh. Man, this is hard. Space is hard. <laughs> Space a hard. Fuck, we got deserts here that actually have air you can breathe most of the time of the day, and people can't live there anymore. Fuck. Well, it's it's always an appeal to 
eugenicist Malthusian bullshit. It really is. That's where the libs come in on this shit. They they fucking they're yeah. like, well, we're just gonna kill everybody. No, you Overpopulation's don't. a problem. No, it's not. No, it's not. <laughs> not even close. You're bad at math. If the conservatives I mean, are right about anything, they're right about that. Liberals are really fucking trash at math, and that's why they think everybody has to die instead of like a hundred people. Well, anytime somebody brings up overpopulation as a talking point, they have exactly the group they would eliminate in mind. <laughs> yeah, no shit. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's pores. It's poor people. More often than not. Well, you know what? Well, yeah, they don't, produ- yeah. they don't produce anything like our captains of industry. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> our, our commanders of industry. Oh, but we fragged this commander. I haven't heard job creators very recently. What's the what's the new captains of industry? Because it was job creators for like a good twenty years. They just People don't talk about them in the media. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, they, they, really, they try and stay out of it. They really just don't talk about them in the media. Ever since that one journalist yeah, was like, "You are all stupid, and you are bringing private planes, private planes and jets here to talk about environmentalism." It's this is insane. We are not allowed to talk about taxes. Of course, the solution is taxes. Whatever the fuck. Wrong accent. Oh, but yeah. Okay, sure. It's just my like. <laughs> It, he's a foreigner. They all generous you, to me. You're generic continental European, mostly yeah. German. <laughs> it is now. It was great. He's not getting invited back. No, <laughs> no. God bless him. I can't imagine that they want to deal with him again. No. Not a snowball's chance. <laughs> they, no. No. The Boosh can't face harsh realities. I mean, most people can't, but they should have more opportunity because of their wealth, and they still won't. Why is it that we have, like, everything is a service that shouldn't be a service, and nothing that should be a service as a service? Like, what I mean is, I'm talking like, you know, Windows as a service, or video game as a service. Why, like, I guess we have trash, and uh, in some places, ambulances, but like, why can't we get hospitals as a service? You know, like, just pay a subscription to a hospital. (laughs) <laughs> as opposed to the fucking insurance mess that we have now. God, it's it's horrifying to imagine that that would actually be a better system. Because <laughs> yeah, just because we're is. absolute bottom of the fu- we're literally it's it's the worst shit on the planet here. As it is now, the uh, the additional cancer testing is DLC. <laughs> yeah. Pay two ninety nine a week to not die. That's what video games have done, is they finally caught up to the insurance industry in terms of, like, monetizing their products. Oof. Man, would, like, would like additional cancer insurance on top of your regular medical insurance be... That's that's not super new. That strikes me as more expansion packs than DLC. My employer has been doing exclusively that for 70 years. Holy shit. Uh-huh. Supplemental insurance. Supplemental insurance. What a fucking disgusting concept. I mean, within the framework of an insurance company, uh, it means that there's insurance for more corner case stuff, as opposed hmm. to your general insurance, which doesn't cover it. So, if you're within the confines of the of the insurance systems, we have it. It's not a terrible it's idea nice if you know you're have. liable to, you know, get cancer because of your family history and your, you know, typical exposure in your work. It's it's the whole damn system is the problem. It's not it's not what you know who I work for is doing that is itself the problem. It is a symptom. Yeah. A symptom. It's not even necessarily the bandaid on the knife wound. You can't really put a bandaid on this one. Nah. Nah, man. Rough times. This is going to require amputation. (laughs) Yeah. If it's covered. (laughs) Oh, it. Oh, the the system will require amputation of necks. Amputation is one of the cheapest things you can get in a hospital. (laughs) I finally, I finally have insurance. So I actually, I went and got the allergy testing battery done mm-hmm. with insurance. That thing was like six hundred something dollars. Fuck me. And the thing is, like, because I asked them before, I was like, "Is this covered?" And they're like, "Yeah." And then I got the bill, and I was just like, "What the what the fuck, fuck does covered mean?" Yeah, what the fuck do I pay for? That's the thing that can't, like my auto insurance. I just I've got a five hundred goddamn dollar deductible. And it's, I just had $1,700 of repair work done. And I was still like, Jesus fucking Christ, man. That is a ton. Like, we're extremely fortunate to be in a place where we could afford that. Mm-hmm. 
where what is it like 40% of Americans couldn't handle a $200 expense? Yeah, like, something like that. And have like at least a grand in credit card debt. I don't know how much in normal people can't afford all the titty costumes on Dead or Alive 6 and that's the problem. That's what we like make gamers rise up and fix that. Well, and this is, I think, a, a widespread problem, and even I'm kind of guilty of it myself, is just the complete disconnect from what life is like for people living on minimum wage. Because, like, I've been out of that for a while, and even now, like, I don't actually know what that looks like. Like, you know, I can, I mean, I watch videos and whatnot, but I don't, I don't talk with many people but, and actually see but it. But you lived that, though. I mean, you remember what it was like. I did, yeah, yeah, that's like. the thing is. Like, and, and I, from, from what I can tell, it's only gotten worse. Yeah, yeah, dude. I mean, I, I can't see any reason that it would have possibly gotten better. Rent's gone up and food's more expensive. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, and these people that have never lived that way Making just literally don't comprehend. It. Yeah. Like, the, the notion of, like, what what happens when shit goes wrong. It's like, oh, I'll, just, I'll call my dad. <laughs> like, what if that wasn't an option, buddy? Yeah, your dad's for been real. in a wheelchair for 33 years. What the fuck is that going to do? Doesn't have a saving. Only has one house, if any. Yeah, well, they don't have savings because they're bad with money. Uh-huh. Yeah, and they're bad with money because they're bad people. That's why they were born without it. Like, this sort of Randian uh, garbage is... it's It infests every level of government. Capitalist and, and Calvinism, dude. It's That's what it is. It's Ooh. the fucking elect. They were Ooh. saved at birth. They were They were anointed by God to be, you know, to be the chosen ones. Yeah. And I'm like, it's it's funny because uh, I experience a lot of fury at having some dumb bitch that doesn't know anything about education or pedagogy or policy be the like technically the the head of my sphere. Like Betsy DeVos doesn't know a fucking thing about education, but on in some sense is sort of like my boss and every teacher's boss. I she guess. knows a lot about vulture investments though, and that's why she has that job. She fucking does, right? And so, like, that's something that I've experienced. But everybody in Washington doesn't know... Sh like, nobody watching knows shit about money, and they're making all the money policy. In all fairness, her brother does have a lot of experience interacting with impoverished children. Oh. Oh. God damn. I don't feel good about that. <laughs> you shouldn't. Hell, Which, oh, by the way, uh, his late, his new company, they're not even Z anymore. They changed names again. <laughs> uh, they're running private security for China out in the Middle East now. Oh, cool. oh, wow. I'm sure that'll turn out great. When Trump is fucking screaming about trade wars with China while his secretary of education's brother is literally funding their trade efforts. <laughs> or, or, well, you know, he's making profit off their trade efforts by, you know, blasting Middle Easterners. Yeah, I can't imagine. Uh, I, I think China's efforts in the Middle East are going to go extremely well, given their history with Uyghurs. Well, also they can, you know, send trucks of shit. It's probably it's still faster to fly it, but they they can march a column as opposed to having to, you know, fly in everything that they're going to use there. Yeah, that's fair enough. And in throughout Africa, they've been like canceling loans they've offered and shit. So they've just essentially been giving lots of infrastructure and and building. And education to a bunch of countries that were former colonies. Yeah, they're building goodwill. And, yep. you know, taking the places that won't play ball with them. No, China China is going to build railroads. Industrial railroads that link the entirety of Eurasia and Africa. It is only a matter of time. Well, that was why one of, one of the biggest infrastructure projects in the history of the world was they built a train line that goes to the Tibetan Plateau. Which, uh, the the fact that they did it is honestly kind of startling. That is incredibly rough terrain. Yeah. and I imagine they had like, to just I mean, detonate a shitload of mountaintops just to make fucking room. Uh, like I, their there's no it. way they don't continue that road into the Middle East. Yeah. And Tibet will be a waypoint. And things are only going to get worse for the Tibetans. Neo-Silk Road. Exactly. I mean, the, the, the actual initiative is called Roads and Bridges. Oh, uh, yeah. And I guess in Africa, it's the one-road policy. As in, all roads are the one road that leads to China. That's what they're working on. No, China just has the geographical location, like, to to spread throughout all of uh, all of the Middle East. And they can just bypass Russia doing it. Straight up. 
Real talk, I think I'd rather have China doing it than Russia. Well, they're also, since, like, most of the world's manufacturing is in China, they can basically distribute physical goods from the tap. Yeah. Yeah. And, oh, wow. Yeah, because they're, um, they're going to do all the manufacturing where, uh, like... They're not going to. They already do. They, they already do. I mean, like, they do the manufacturing in the process, but they get all their raw materials from countries in Africa because it's just the wealthiest continent. So they just have a solid, yeah. like, trade there of, we're going to build all the shit, we're going to extract some of the stuff with trade efforts in exchange. But you can actually use the roads that we built, and the aquifers, and etc. Yeah, it's strange days. <laughs> Curious to see where it goes. I can't wait to see what's going, going to happen. Going to happen. <laughs> In pictographs all over Africa. President Xi is going to inscribe his name in the rolls of history. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Well, we're at an hour. I think it's as good a time as any to call it. Yeah, stop listening to us. Go away. Go, yeah. like, do push-ups <laughs> this, or something. This got all rambly. It's... Make the world a better place. Yeah, go do yeah. that. Be, be good to each other, folks. And be gay. Do crimes. Do crimes. Do crimes. <laughs> <laughs> Later. Deuces. Later, y'all.